0: I don't believe in God's will. I believe that God's will is love.
1: Okay, everybody. Welcome to the Jeff Mara podcast. And tonight's guest is Dr. Tanya English. And is it Tanya or Tanya?
0: Tanya.
1: Tanya. All right. Mm -hmm. She's a chiropractor and an energy healer. Her mission is- And a blues singer. And a blues singer. Whoa, we got to get you to do some singing tonight. Oh, don't worry. (laughs) I didn't realize that because I'm a musician too. Mm -hmm. I may have to break out my guitar and do something.
0: Yeah, let's do it. Um, All
1: right. Besides being a chiropractor, well, well, we already got that. Let's go on. Her mission (laughs) is to show people that they have tremendous healing power within and that they can use that power for their highest good. She uses the Blue Note Healing Method to help others unlock that healing power and educate so that people can use the techniques for themselves and for the good of others. So, Dr. English, welcome, and thank you so much for joining us.
0: Well, thanks for having me, Jeff. I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you. All right, let's just start with this. What is Blue Note Healing?
0: Well, Blue Note Healing Method is actually all the techniques that I use put together. Mm. So I call it Blue Note Healing Method, because a Blue Note, is a note that's played just a little bit differently. And as a musician, you know, when mm-hmm. you're playing a blue note, it has a bit of a, a twang to it. And so um, blue note healing method is similar. I use lots of different techniques, quantum healing techniques, guided meditation, mm-hmm. chakra balancing, intuitive techniques, uh, and channeled prayer to help people heal.
1: Right. We had a technical difficulty, but we are back. I thought
0: you were mixing me a drink
1: back there. No, no, I should be. <laughs> All right. So now for me, the blues is the blues scale. I never really thought about it as a blue note, but I think, you know, the third and the fifth note in the the scale, they drop it to a flat or whatever. But Mm -hmm. um, so you have developed all this yourself this healing techniques, and you just named it yourself, the Blue Note Healing Technique. Is that correct? Well,
0: I put a lot of techniques together that I know. So Mm -hmm. some of them you've heard of. Some of them are bioenergetic synchronization techniques. Yes,
1: I know that um, technique.
0: Which is my main healing technique. Um, uh, I also use emotion code. I use emotional freedom technique. Mm -hmm. I use whatever source is giving me to use. Mm -hmm. So I have a whole bunch of things that I can send you to places to study and learn from those people. But when you put the work that you do together, anybody does,
2: Mm
1: -hmm. it
0: becomes your work.
1: That's correct. And for those...
0: That's what I call it, why I call it Blue Note
1: Healing Method. All right. And for those non-chiropractors out there, and by the way, if you didn't know, because I don't know if everybody (laughs) even knows me and my podcast, I'm also a (laughs) chiropractor, even though I'm not practicing right now. But when she said the bioenergetic synchronization synchronization technique, technique, I, I always just refer to it as best. Hello. Let me let me go back because you and I are <laughs> excuse me you and I are chiropractors and all these little things that we're talking about it's so easy for us to understand. I but know some people it, they have no idea what the heck we're talking about. So first of all, there is a some, there is something called a, applied kinesiology and ba- and when she's talking about muscle testing, you basically hold your arm out and you resist. And then the practitioner can either ask you a question or, yeah. or, and then and then right. tell you to resist of her pulling your arm down. So, like.
0: so let me show you how you can do it with just your hand. Okay. Because I teach muscle testing to my clients and my patients. Mm-hmm. So here's a way that you can do it yourself. Rub your thumb and your forefinger together.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: in, in your mind, say, show me a yes. And you feel it smooth. Now, again... In your mind, say, show me a no. And you can see on my hand, it gets very sticky.
2: Hmm.
0: Show me a no. Show me a yes. Nice and smooth. Show me a no. Sticky. Here's another way. Show me a yes. I'm pushing down my index finger with my middle finger. Show me a yes. Can't push it down. Show me a no. Goes right down. Hmm. Show me a yes. I can't do it. Show me a no. No it goes down. Here's oh. another way you can do it. Okay. Show me a yes. <laughs> Try to pull your, you put your thumb and your pinky together. Show me a yes, nice and strong. Show me a no, comes apart. All right. So those are all ways that you can do muscle testing. There's lots of ways that you can do it. You can put something in front of you that you wanna to check to see if it's if it's agreeing with you, mm. if you lean toward it, if your body leans toward it, mm. if it leans away, that's a no. Mm. Um, on the table here, my office right there, mm-hmm. you you can um, you can see people's leg length change when mm-hmm. you're asking for a yes and a no. And so I'm asking questions. Mm-hmm. So my job is to ask the right question so that I can elicit the response that's going to show me where the door is open. Right. So when you think of chiropractic, when most people think of chiropractic, not you, Jeff. Yeah, I know. You, the people mm-hmm. are, we're talking to. <laughs> mm-hmm. When you think of chiropractic, you think of somebody pushing on something, twisting something, cracking something. Right. Making the cracking noise. We're not actually cracking anything. Right. So, what I do is actually go to the part of the brain, the mind, and the physiology that's holding that vibration in place that says, this is the proper response for the information I'm getting. And that information might be something very old mm-hmm. that you inherited. It might be something that happened to you between mm-hmm. zero and six when, or when you were nonverbal before you knew words, mm-hmm. it might be some physiology that's been holding in your body since you were born. Right. Or it could be from a past life.
1: Right. And now or
0: from generations.
1: And what you are, you get this information Mm-hmm. And it may be – and it sounds like it is more of an emotional
3: problem. Yeah, it's an emotion
1: an emotional problem that you're – tr- Emotions guess,
0: create your physiology.
1: Okay, yeah. That's very interesting. I like that statement. Emotions create – that's something maybe you guys – if think about that. Your emotions create your physiology, your body. So, the way your body is working is yeah. controlled by your emotions, which is, you know, if you think about, you know – If you think about something really scary, you're going to feel your heart start racing, you know, or if you get depressed, maybe you'll feel your energy change. Human beings
0: are experiencing the world through their feelings. That's what we do. We are feeling beings. Mm -hmm. That's why our nervous system is so vast that if we took everything away about you that was physical and just left your nervous system sitting there, we could recognize you, Jeff.
1: Right. That's interesting. We
0: could recognize you as opposed to recognizing me. We would be able to tell that those are two different people just by looking at their nervous system.
1: And so basically as a chiropractor, do you even practice traditional chiropractic anymore? Like the regular what Do I move bones? Do you move bones or do you mostly do energetic work?
0: I mostly do emotional work Mm -hmm. that because that's creating the reason why the bone is moving out of place. Right. But that said, if I get to a point where this needs to move, mm-hmm. then I'll go move it. But generally, when we're releasing those physiological emotional patterns that are mm-hmm. creating the physiology,
3: mm-hmm.
0: I don't have to do that much manipulation. right. I don't have to do that much what we call osseous adjusting. That means moving a bone. osseous right. bone. So I don't have to do it that often, but I do do it.
1: Uh, Do you believe that sometimes if somebody goes to a a traditional chiropractor and that if they don't get their emotions handled, their problem will never get solved? You know, they just kind of keep getting the same treatment, but until they get the emotions handled, then you'll maybe get a, uh, you know, their case will get cleared. And I'm not saying for every single patient, you know, but I mean for the ones that aren't getting better, that's a possibility of what they need.
0: Here's what I've seen. Because I've been doing this, I've been doing this work for over 20 years. Mm -hmm. I've been practicing this kind of work for a really long time. Mm -hmm. And I did massage before that. Interesting. And what I found was that when people do this kind of work, the adjustment goes deeper. Mm-hmm. it lasts longer and instead of feeling great after the adjustment and then going downhill they feel great after the adjustment and feel better and better and better
1: wow so you need new patients all the time because you're getting people that keep feeling better
0: <laughs> well what i do is i have people understand i help people understand that when we go deeper
3: mm-hmm. they
0: can go even they can get even better right the whole point is that how do you know that's as good as you can feel, right? When people say to me, Oh, well, I don't, I feel fine. I don't need to come in. Mm -hmm. I'm like, but you don't know that that's as good as you can feel. Right. What about the subconscious stuff? What about that argument you had with your mom when you were 13 and -hmm. you keep thinking about it and it Mm -hmm. keeps showing up, right? There's a reason why those things keep showing up Right. because they need attention. And I just talked about this in my live healing session. I do a live healing session every Tuesday morning and in my group healing with the blues. It's a private Facebook group. Anybody Mm -hmm. can join it, but you you have to answer questions to get in. Right. The group.
1: And what is that Facebook group called if they want to join that?
0: The group is Healing with the Blues.
1: Healing with the Blues. Okay. And the
0: page is also Healing with the Blues. All right. So there's a group and there's a page. Got it. We move stuff around in there all the time. Mm -hmm. You can also go to my personal page, Tanya English. You can find out everything there, too. And the website's also healingwiththeblues.com.
1: All right. But, I am with Dr. English here, and we were talking about the three, and actually she added a fourth reason of getting disease, which some people call dis-ease. But let's try let's try that again, Dr. English.
0: <laughs> okay, there's three to start, and then I'm gonna add a fourth. The three are trauma, mm-hmm. toxins, and thoughts. Okay. And I'm gonna add timing. Timing. So you can have Trauma, which, like I said, could be stepping off a curb wrong or doesn't have to be being hit by a truck. You could have thoughts. Mm-hmm. You can think any terrible negative thought you want. Mm-hmm. You could have um, toxins. And like I said, water can be toxic if you have too much of it. It could be alcohol. It could be drugs. It could be um Medicine, sure.
2: <laughs> it could
0: be anything. Yeah. Um, and then timing is some something that's happening that happened in the past that's continuing. Mm-hmm. It didn't stop happening. It continued mm-hmm. to happen. And so what happens is these patterns get, they get run in our bodies for physiology because we're having the feeling mm-hmm. and each feeling has its own physiology. And the chart that I use is this feelings chart so there's 140 feelings on this chart wow so this is from mortar health system
1: and now Mor- mortar. mortar is the one that it, that uh, invented best right
0: yeah dr. MT mortar jr so but there's lots more than 140 feelings there's lots more feelings
1: but mm-hmm.
0: basically you saw the upside down apple the right side up apple right basically all 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 emotions can fit into two categories love or fear mm-hmm And love and fear cannot abide. Right. You cannot have love and also have fear at the same time. Uh. And the reason why is because your autonomic nervous system, which is running your physiology right now, Mm -hmm. it's being run by your subconscious. Mm
2: -hmm. It's run
0: by how you feel. Your subconscious is being ruled by your emotions. Right. And your autonomic nervous system, which is running all that, that you don't have to be aware of. Like you don't know what your liver is doing right now.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: I don't know what my kidneys need to do right now. And thank God, I don't know. I c- I couldn't keep up with that stuff. Sure. So what happens is because this is under automatic control,
2: mm-hmm.
0: your feelings are going to influence it because your feelings change your physiology. And so you can either be in rest, digest and heal, or you can be in fight or flight. Correct. You can't be in both. This is physiology 101, right. by the way. I'm not making this up. Right. You can look it up in Guyton's textbook. Sure. So this is not like a, a fact that that is disputed anywhere. Correct. Your subconscious is running your autonomic nervous system. Mm-hmm. What's running your subconscious? Not your thoughts,
1: mm-hmm. your feelings.
0: Right. How you feel about things is running it. So if you see something um, that triggers an emotional memory that you have that was negative, for instance, maybe you hear footsteps of somebody walking into your house. Right. And it's your abuser. Yes. Whenever you hear that cadence, it doesn't matter where you are, you go into fight or flight. And it happens so quickly, there's nothing you can do about it. Mm -hmm. and then you start having reactions to things and behavior changes because of the trigger that happened. This is Mm -hmm. post-traumatic stress. Mm -hmm. That's how it works.
1: You know, there was a book that was written. uh, I think Dr. Whale talked about or liked this. I don't think he wrote it, but he had interviewed the guy, Dr. Whale, MD. And there's someone that wrote a book about healing back pain and I believe his whole premise was that back pain either was worry over money or mm-hmm. worry over, it was like a, it was all about worrying. And that was the treatment. Well,
0: yeah. And it's, it's usually financial stability. Hmm.
1: And, you so know, back pain.
0: Louise I, Hay has that in her book.
1: You oh, yeah. It. Louise Hay that, I had thought, yeah, in her book, she said it was something about not having support or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Feeling unsupported, feeling mm. unstable.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So the the healing part of stuff that I've been doing for the last thirty years, mm-hmm. I started mixing that with the healing I was doing when I'm singing the blues with my band,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I'm watching those two things happen, and I'm going, hmm, I think these could go together. And I and want. Sure
1: enough. Well, how does blues music heal people?
0: Well, it names your feeling. So you're having this bad feeling, Mm -hmm. this negative feeling. Why am I treated so bad? Yeah. Tell me why am I treated so bad? Who hasn't felt like that? Right. You name the feeling. Now you have some ownership over it and you can do something about it. Right. So when we're, when I'm singing blues and I'm, performing blues music and people are getting healed from that because I'm identifying their feeling and music goes right in. Yeah. There's nothing stopping it. Right. It's going right in and people are identifying with it. And then we lift up because now someone's recognized us. Mm. So it's sort of like, When I'm doing an intuitive energy scan, which is the exam that I do before I do any energy work with people, I'm reading their chakra system. Mm-hmm. I'm reading what their soul is showing me. Show me what I need to know to tell this person what's going on with them. I'm seeing in my mind, intuitively, I'm seeing all of this stuff that's creating the problem. So we're multidimensional beings. Yes. And so, why not treat us that way since that's where healing comes from anyway?
1: Mm -hmm. Do you think that there's healing in other types of music? Like, I think that there, I don't know if it's the actual note of C or, and and they have it down to the hertz of whatever, you know, each note has a certain hertz. And I can't remember what the hertz is, but it's a vibration. Yeah. There's some, one
0: hertz is like this.
1: Right. There's some note. And they think it's like that is like the energy of the of the planet or something. I had seen that you before. Can, it, it was you like you know five hundred and forty hertz or whatever, yeah. whatever that note because is. They go onto the internet. It's like and a you C sharp To or the
0: sound of the universe, and
1: mm-hmm. you
0: can hear the notes. You can okay. hear that vibration. It's amazing. And my friend, who's a sound healer, is like C and G. Those are your healing notes. I'm like C and G. G's my G's my. My jam man I do a lot of songs in G, G, so That's yeah. where my voice
1: is. Ah, okay, I got a question here from okay. uh, I have a question here. Uh is there a blues song that heals back pain?
0: Well, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know that there's an there's one specific song that would mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. There might be a lot of songs that do that actually right. because where's the back pain coming from? Yeah. That's well, the physical manifestation of the emotional problem.
1: All right. So you need to you need to name the you need to name the song. You need to have a song about the actual problem.
0: Well, it, the actual problem isn't the back pain.
1: I mean the emotional part that's causing yeah, the problem. Exactly. Like my, yeah. You know.
0: So is the back pain being caused because and that's why I do the the kind of techniques that I do Mm because I want to find that emotion and then I want to stop it Mm -hmm. with a positive emotion and have the person think of a positive emotion, Mm -hmm. have them look in a certain direction, have them do specific breathing, have them think of an energetic number Mm -hmm. while I hold contacts on them or Mm -hmm. on the surrogate that I use to be able to feel that pulse come into synchronization. That's one technique. That's just one, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: but there's lots.
1: And and that's kind of what I wanted to know is that when you're doing that, is that how you're connecting someone's inner self with their behavior by, by aligning the pulses or is there another way that you do it?
0: Well, that, that's an interesting question. Um, Aligning their inner self with their behavior is about being able to choose what behavior you're going to do. So that's not exactly it yet. Mm -hmm. That's, Allowing healing to happen. Right. The way that you connect your inner self with your behavior is you connect with your inner self first, and then you decide what behavior you want. And the way that you can do that very simply and easily is breathe.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: Breathe. Breathing connects us to life. It's the one thing you can't live without. You can live without food for a while, and you can live without water for a while, but four minutes without air. Right, And you can't live. So when you're breathing and you're putting your attention on it, then your attention is going to the thing that gives you life. Mm-hmm. And I teach everybody four count breathing. So in for four, hold for four, out for four, hold for four. In, hold, out, hold. So when you're doing that four square breathing and a count is one second, right, it takes 16 seconds to do it. And everybody, when I do the demonstration of this, we can do it if you want. It'll take us 32 seconds. We'll go through it twice. Is that okay? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Let me get myself
1: in a better position.
0: Okay. All you have to do, Mm -hmm. and everybody watching can do this, just exhale your breath out.
1: But one thing, let me me clarify this, because some people may be listening to this only audio, like on iTunes or Spotify. They don't need to see. Well, if they're driving in their car, should they not be doing this? They can do it driving. You can do this driving. It's safe. All yeah, right. I all mean right. you just not still keep turn your, your mind off. Yeah, but I would
0: suggest that you pull over if you're all listening, okay? All right. But it's 32 seconds. Okay. Okay. All so right. so pull over.
2: Mm-hmm. We'll get yourself your time. in
0: a safe spot. Okay. And now put it in park. <laughs> now exhale all your breath out. And now breathe in. One, two, three, four. Hold it. One, two three, four. Exhale through your nose, one, two, three, four, hold it out. One, two, three, four. Breathe in, one, two, three, four, hold it. One, two, three, four, exhale through your nose, one, two, three, four, hold it out. One, two Three, four. Breathe normally.
3: All right. It's relaxing. Now,
0: yeah. How do you feel?
1: Yeah, I feel relaxed.
0: More calm, more Mm -hmm. centered, Mm -hmm. more relaxed. Mm -hmm. That's the way you want to decide how you're going to behave. You don't want to do it. Snap. Right. Most people do. Most people want to snap. Listen, I've gotten lots of... Upsetting emails and <laughs> difficult conversations, mm-hmm. and it is really a good idea not to answer right away.
1: Well, you know, and and if breathe. you if you just put yourself out there, you're always going to get some hate, right? That's just part yeah, of being you in the to public eye. You,
0: you have to breathe, and then you have to say how much of this is true, how much of this is me, and how much of this is this person mm-hmm. bringing to their listening. What are they bringing to their listening? They might hear me say something that's offensive,
3: right? That's
0: bad, and but that's not me, I'm not offending anybody, mm. that's them. Mm-hmm. So, we're talking about, um, you know, holding on to a grudge, yes, and get. And pe- there are people in your life, and then mm-hmm. there's times in my life when I've just been offended by everything, or everything annoys me,
2: mm-hmm. and
0: that is a really good indication that there is too much subconscious stuff going on. Right. And you need to get away from things and sit and breathe and meditate mm-hmm. so that you can start to rejuvenate what you're doing, What's what you're being, mm-hmm. really.
3: Right. And I know
0: human beings, not human doings.
1: Right. And I want to get into grudges, but let me get another question yeah. here. If someone has facet syndrome mm-hmm. uh, at, already noted on their MRI – Uh, Would their pain get worse due to financial or other stresses?
0: They probably have financial and other stresses, and that's why they have facet syndrome. That's
1: what's causing it.
0: So you're putting the cart before the horse. Right. Because things happen intuitively. Things happen emotionally. Mm -hmm. Things happen in the past, and Mm -hmm. it works and works and works. And say, Well, I didn't do anything. I just bent over and tied my shoe and my back went out. Well, it didn't just go out. It's been getting there for years and years and years. And then bend over to tie your shoe and it's gone. It's like the straw that broke the camel's back. Right. So have you been working on this subconscious hatred of your parent because they didn't love you enough? Feeling put down, feeling like they never accepted you for who you really are and the gift that you really were and you wanted to be seen as precious and something really amazing
2: mm-hmm. and they
0: didn't see you like that and so you've been holding on to that all this time and it makes you feel unstable i mean this is how deep this stuff goes
1: mm-hmm. when you're it's actually
0: not quick fix kind of i mean we can fix it fairly quickly, but it takes a long time sometimes for these things to happen.
1: When you have um, patients in your office and you start getting into these deep things, do you see like a lot of emotional reactions, a lot of breakdowns? They start crying, they start, you know, remembering the past. And and then after they have this emotional and they've kind of expressed it and actually confronted it, do you see a, an immediate change where they become relaxed that now they've kind of... Okay. I've I've heard people
0: change when I've worked on them on the phone, Mm -hmm. on an interview where they call in
2: Mm -hmm.
0: and I have them do something or I'll do something with them and their voice starts to relax and their throat relaxes and their voice gets deeper. Interesting. I've seen that many times, Mm. many, many times. And I've heard it when I've been working with people on the phone as well mm-hmm. or online, I've seen it happen. Right. But crying is cleansing. You have got to let those feelings out. You have to be able to use your emotions as a way for you to heal. Right. And if you are pushing, I mean, men, what you can have, you're allowed to have like five different emotions, right? You're allowed to be happy. You're allowed to be congratulated. Mm-hmm. You're allowed to be angry and you're allowed to be maybe sad. I mean, you're just not given permission by the society and the culture to have more than five feelings. So imagine all of that happening mm-hmm. and this person is in, in a place of being able to decide other people's lives.
1: Hmm. Can you give us any... feeling? Can you give us any tips on how not to hold grudges?
0: Oh, yeah. So there's a great book that I read a while ago, and I highly recommend it. It's called Journey of Souls. Mm -hmm. Now, I'll tell you something personal that happened in my life. Um, I married my husband, and he had been married before, and his ex-wife was so angry all the time. And so upsetting and harassed us terribly. Wow. And a friend of mine gave me a book on borderline personality disorder. Because I kept saying to myself, what did I do
2: to
3: -hmm. create
0: this in my life? Mm -hmm. I didn't need this. And I kept looking at it from that point of view. And when I saw that she was probably having this mental health issue, I realized that it wasn't me. And I had been trying. And I was fine, but I needed to figure out a way to release my upset with her. Hmm. So a friend gave me a book called Journey of Souls by Michael Nelson, Mm -hmm. who did a lot of past life regression hypnotherapy with his clients. Mm -hmm. And he, one day they started asking him, or they started just spontaneously telling him what was happening between lives. Wow. Wow. And they all said it in different ways, but it was basically the same story. And the story went like this. We all are in soul groups Mm -hmm. and we have a lifetime and we go back to our soul group and the soul group says, so how was it? (laughs) I'm paraphrasing. Mm -hmm. And we go, well, it was pretty good. I got this lesson and I got that lesson and I got this lesson and I feel really good about that. Mm -hmm. And then the soul group says, Well, what else do you need to learn? Well, I need to learn about overcoming this. And I need to learn about how to be like this. And they say, whose life is going to do that for you? And you say, Jeff's life. Jeff's life. I can learn those lessons in Jeff's life. And somebody says, oh, I'll be your dad. And somebody says, oh, I'll be your mom. Mm. And in my case, somebody said, I'll be your husband's ex-wife. Oh, wow. And so it it made me come to a realization about forgiveness and that people are, their souls are volunteering for these very dangerous missions here. I'm mm-hmm. going to harass the crap out of Tanya. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, that's a pretty dangerous mission mm-hmm. when you think about it. And so when I realized that that was, Another way that I could look at it, it was very easy for me to forgive her. Now, Mm -hmm. I didn't say that to her face because she wouldn't have accepted it. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: But in my heart and to her soul, I said, I forgive you. And I forgive myself for allowing this to affect me negatively. And I forgive you. um, And I give you permission to forgive me if I caused any harm. Mm -hmm. And I'm thankful for this lesson Mm -hmm. because the most difficult relationships we have are the ones that have a huge well of blessings. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: So what I help people do is like, let's uncover the well, Mm -hmm. let's see what's in there, Mm -hmm. even though it's been difficult. So we might go back over difficult things that have happened to people in their lives, but it's never the same as when it happened. Mm -hmm. And it also, we look for the blessing in it. So we don't have to, stay stuck in that timing of, God, what happened? I didn't ask for this. What did I do to deserve this person in my life? Mm -hmm. Why? What did I do beating myself up, see? I don't have to do that anymore because I've forgiven the whole situation. Mm -hmm. And do you know what happened in that situation? When I forgave her, she moved far away and Mm -hmm. I never had to talk to her again.
1: Wow, interesting. Yeah. Here's what's very interesting is, Last night on the podcast I had interviewed a woman that had died twice when she was 12 years old and came back and we were discussing you know when you see the light and where you go and we were discussing where she went and where she was was you know you know with intense light and she had beings but she couldn't really make them out they were silhouettes right. of people and we, I was asking her, well, who do you think these people were? Because she was young, and I don't think you know, her everybody, any everybody in her immediate family was still living, and I had never heard this before. And last night, she had thought that that was possibly her soul group.
0: Yes.
1: And we were discussing the same thing about, you know, yeah. similarly about soul groups, and we were discussing about you, that. So it's a very interesting...
0: truth is the truth. The it's soul- holographic. No matter how you slice it, it's always going to come up the truth. Uh, yeah.
1: So it's very interesting to hear this the second night in a row about soul groups.
0: <laughs> well, I've also peeked behind the curtain, mm-hmm. and so I can tell you that what I've seen is absolute beautiful beings filled with color, filled with light, loving everything, loving mm-hmm. each other, loving us. And there's, there's nothing but love. Yeah. So all this stuff that we do down here in the physical place, the angels are going, you guys are so brave.
2: Mm.
0: I would never go down there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's, it's dangerous down here. Right? right. But here's the other part of it. When you realize that that's what's on the other side, mm-hmm. when you, when you have that, um, intuition or you have that experience like she did or like Mm -hmm. I've had, Mm -hmm. you don't, death is not a thing. It's like Abraham Hicks talks about it all the time. Oh, like when you croak, she Mm -hmm. says, uh, Abraham says through Esther, I like to make fun of it because you guys think it's such a big deal. Right. But here's the reason why I do healing with the blues. When I was in chiropractic school, my last two trimesters, I was pregnant
2: Mm -hmm. and
0: I, um, I went through that trimester. I had incredible amount of stress. I was taking 40 credits, yes. which is 40 hours. I was in clinic. I failed toxicology by one point.
2: Mm-hmm. They
0: kicked me out of clinic. They made me stay another another whole nother trimester mm-hmm. just to do toxicology. Mm-hmm. And my baby was stillborn. Oh, wow. And it was a full term, beautiful pregnancy. And where I was going to school they did nothing for me, not mm. a card, not a phone call, nothing.
1: Yeah. yeah, it's terrible.
0: And I felt so bereft because I'd been hearing, oh, you know, we're a family and we take care. And right. No, there wasn't any of that. Right. Even even, even the, the obstetrics and gynecology teacher said nothing to me. Wow. It was just bizarre. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, what's what's here for me? What's right. what's really here for me? God's here for me. Yes. So I'm going to I'm going to ask God. I'm obviously in major need of healing now because mm-hmm. not only do I have no baby, but I have a real big disconnect with healing right now. Sure. Because I did everything right. And so <laughs> I would go down this rabbit hole, not very far, mind Mm -hmm. you, and I would think, What did I do wrong? Right? This is we always want to take responsibility, even as children. My parents got divorced because of me. We think it's us. Right. It's not us. Right. It's things happen.
1: Well, the world revolves around us.
0: (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) I'm the center of the universe. Yeah. So I asked God, I said, God, you just put me where I need to be to bring healing to me because Mm -hmm. that's not doing it. Mm -hmm. So put me where I need to be. And I went to the blues fest, the Mississippi Valley blues fest, and this was 1994. I went to the tent stage. It's going to make me cry to talk about it. Um, So I hope you're all comfortable with emotion.
1: That's okay.
0: (laughs) And I went into the tent and the five blind boys from Alabama were singing.
1: Five blind boys.
0: Yeah, it's a very famous gospel group. Okay. And they were in the tent, and they were singing, and I, I had a healing come over me. Wow. And it was intense, and it was amazing. Mm. And I, my husband was at the other stage, and we met in the middle between the stages, and he looked at me, and he said, are you okay? Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, I am so okay.
2: Mm. That's interesting. <laughs>
0: because I know that God loves me and there is nothing but love for me. I know it, mm-hmm. I know it in my knower. Mm-hmm. And fast forward 25 years, my mentor, Gloria Hardeman, my mentor in blues singing, Miss Gloria Hardeman. you can look mm-hmm. her up, she's mm-hmm. an Alligator Records recording artist,
2: mm-hmm.
0: introduced me to the only original blind boy left, who was at that concert that night? Oh wow! And I had dinner with him two years ago, and he loved my story, oh, and he wow. wanted to meet me, and I got to sit and have dinner with him and just share a meal and and just chat and talk, mm-hmm. oh. and to have that kind of full circle moment was huge,
2: mm-hmm.
0: huge. Now there's been lots of other things that have happened in my mm-hmm. life that have. Mm-hmm. Brought me healing too, but uh, my husband was playing blues bass for years, and I was raising a family and mm-hmm. running a practice and doing all that. And then the kids started to filter out,
2: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and then we started a band together because mm-hmm. I had been going and singing every so often with one of the bands that he played with, and people mm-hmm. kept saying, "Why aren't you guys doing something together?" Yeah, and so. I said, well, do you want to do something? And he's like, yeah. I said, well, I need to rehearse because I'm tired of just walking in and singing two songs and then having everybody go, yay, that's so great. But I want to be professional about this. I don't want to be half-assed about Mm -hmm. it. Yeah, of course. Well, if you have a band, they're going to want gigs. Yeah. Yeah. Can we get gigs? Mm He's like, yes, we can get gigs. So for the past eight years, we've been performing all over this area, um, and we did a couple of house concerts that are online. You can find them. It's just Ed and
3: me. <laughs> bass oh, and cool.
0: And, um, and so we've been performing around. We have an amazing band, um, just wonderful musicians. If you're a singer, surround yourself with great musicians and you'll sound great. Mm-hmm. And so I'm bringing that healing to people and I'm seeing it happen mm-hmm. with people and they're loving what I'm doing. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'm, I guess I'm good at this. Mm -hmm. You know, the the feeling of like, I don't know, am I I full of myself? What is it? Mm -hmm. They're responding to it. And I'm like, you know, blues is a healer Mm -hmm. because we're naming our feelings. Mm -hmm. We're singing about them. The music's going right in the whole reason why blues came about in the first place is because slaves were working in the fields and needed a way to communicate with each other without the master knowing Mm -hmm. in this terrible, horrible situation that we're seeing now the fruit of that right right now. Yes. So when people talk to me about black lives matter, I say, God damn right. They matter. Yes. We wouldn't have half of the wonderful thing. We wouldn't have this country if we didn't have that. And the fact is that when slavery ended, They should have been raised up on a pedestal. Thank you so much. This is amazing. Here's your reparations. That didn't happen. So now we have to help. We all have to help that happen. Mm. However, it's going to happen. And Mm. this is the way I do it. Because healing with the blues is true. And every blues artist will tell you that blues is a healer.
1: That's very interesting. I'm going to have to think, really pay attention to my emotions and how I'm feeling the next time I'm actually just listening to some blues, you know?
0: I'll tell you, listen to Stevie Ray Vaughan's last mm-hmm. album.
3: I mm-hmm. a- remember
0: that he got clean, Yeah, made two albums, maybe three, but I mm-hmm. think it's two, mm-hmm. and then died, yeah. tragically.
1: Right. Let let me stop you there. I gotta okay. ca- I gotta catch up right. on questions. I
0: can go
1: on. All right. Um, the first one is curious. Is there a musical genre or style that is better or worse for relaxation, mental, spiritual healing? For instance, classical sounds pretty, but when broken down, is very organized chaos, much like progressive rock. Conversely, ACDC's Back in Black is very simple, but but has a loud, aggressive sound, which perhaps subliminally is better for healing and maybe even for relaxation. Long question. Did you get all that?
0: Yeah, I got it. I'm thinking about it because that is a long question. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know that all classical music is the organized chaos. I know that if you listen to Mozart when you're studying, you can remember things better because mm-hmm. the cadence and the um, especially... Um, especially Vivaldi's Four Seasons, it, it, it's conducive to your brain pattern. Hmm. So it really depends on your brainwave pattern.
3: Right. All so right. there's
0: certain things that are good for healing, like those sulfregio tones that you can see. They're all over the Internet. sulfregio tones are specific hertz, and so the music has that, and it might be subliminal underneath. Mm-hmm. But it really is what speaks to you. I mean, there are people who – want to distract themselves from themselves Mm -hmm. instead of going in, they want to completely distract themselves from themselves. So Mm -hmm. they will listen to ACDC so they don't have to think about that stuff.
3: Right. Yeah. It's
0: so, it's so jarring, but look at Dr. Emoto's work if you want to see, Mm -hmm. because he plays heavy metal to one, you know, water and the frozen of that is, looks awful. And he plays, Mozart or Haydn to, or Handel's Messiah to another water, and it has this beautiful snowflake crystal. Yeah. So you tell me, what do you think? Yeah. You think this person who's asking, what makes you feel calmer? What makes you feel relaxed? What makes you feel centered and peaceful? Mm-hmm. What makes you get your emotion out? Right. There's all different ways of healing too.
3: Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I had forgotten about his work. As Dr. Imoto, is that his name? Imoto. Yeah. I remember I'd seen Emoto. some of his images before, and they were really interesting. Oh
0: yeah, and there's a lot of people that want to call that pseudoscience, but mm-hmm. you know what? He 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 made the pictures. He he did what he did with frozen water molecules mm-hmm. with ice crystals, and and put different things on them because words matter, vibrations matter. Vibrations are thoughts. Your mm-hmm. thoughts matter. Here, you want to do a little experiment? All right. We'll do it right now. Close your eyes and imagine in front of you is a lemon
2: and mm-hmm. a cutting
0: board and a knife. And this lemon is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. It looks like a picture of a lemon. It's so perfect. And you hold it with one hand, and you can feel the oil of the lemon skin on your fingers now. And you take the knife and you slice it. Now you can really smell the lemon. You can see the juice running along the knife.
2: Mm-hmm. You take
0: another slice of that lemon. You cut a wedge out, and you put it in your mouth and bite down.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, Jeff, do you have more saliva in your mouth?
1: I can feel it.
0: Is there any lemon in front of you? No, yeah. What's your thoughts? Mm-hmm. Here's the here's the fact Here's another fact from Guyton. <laughs> I'll cite Guyton all day long.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Here's another fact from Guyton: Your thoughts change your physiology.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And your thoughts can do that.
1: And just to let people know, um, there's a textbook called Guyton's Physiology, which is basically, you know, the physiology of telling how your body works. It breaks it down into everything. And that's a textbook that's used by medical doctors and medical school, chiropractors, probably dental and dental school. It's just like a standard textbook that everybody uses to learn about the body.
0: Yep. Guyton's Textbook the Medical Physiology. And physiology is how it works and anatomy is what it is. Right. So anatomy is like the geography of it. And um physiology is like the all the information about it.
1: Right. Let me catch. Let me catch another question here. Yeah. Do you believe in destiny or a phrase that we use sometimes? It is meant to be.
0: I believe in density.
1: Density, but <laughs> no, not I density. In destiny. <laughs> no.
0: Um, I don't know <laughs> if I believe in destiny or not. I mm-hmm. think I think if we pay attention, we can allow ourselves to be directed and mm. so you're creating your own destiny really right. but you can also ignore so that's your destiny so I'm gonna take the right road because that feels right mm-hmm. and I'm not gonna take the left road that's me creating my destiny. Yeah. So whether it's pre-s- pre-subscribed, you know God has a plan.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what you you how you make God laugh, mm-hmm. you make a plan. Right. <laughs> right? Because things are gonna go awry. So how do you deal with that? Mm-hmm. I think that's your destiny. How do you deal with things like what we had at the beginning here? Do you get all upset mm-hmm. and let let it like ruin yourself or make you upset? Or do you just go, yeah, that's what happens, technology.
1: Right. I think that people use that expression more when things don't go right. You hear, oh, I guess it's meant to be, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I've, well this bad thing see, happened, I guess see. it's meant to be.
0: Yeah, and the whole thing about
2: God's will, that's.
0: And that's what it is. Mm. And it's just love and that's all. And I don't believe God is like. A person on a big chair moving us around like chess pieces, Mm -hmm. creating storms. That's that's none of that. Yeah, I agree with that. We create all that.
3: Right. I'll tell you
0: about destiny. I'll tell you how destiny worked in my life. Mm -hmm. I would go down to the beach every day because I used to live on the Jersey Shore. That's where I grew up. Mm -hmm. I'd go down to the beach every day and I'd say, you know, when I meet the right person, it's going to be so awesome. Mm -hmm. We're going to know within 10 minutes. He's going to listen to what I say. He's Mm going to remember things I tell him. He's going to sweep me off my feet. He's going to think I'm the greatest thing since sliced bread.
2: Mm
3: -hmm. It's
0: going to be so awesome. I can't wait. Wow. Oh, I can't wait. (laughs) And then I would walk away and forget about it. And when I moved to Iowa in 1990 with my overloaded Mm U-Haul, nine months later, I was at a party and I felt somebody looking me up and down. You know that feeling somebody's looking you over?
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And I went, can I help you? Mm
2: -hmm. And he said,
0: I'm just looking. And I said, well, looking's free. Uh And he said, ooh, let me get you a drink. (laughs) And that was my husband. And he swept me off my feet. He picked me up and twirled me around. And he's like, I like you. And I'm like, "Mm mm-hmm. Check, check, check.
1: All right. Well, let me ask you this. Why do um, some people keep getting in the same relationships over and over?
0: Oh, it's so interesting. This pattern that people have, like I was talking about it before, like being annoyed by people all the time or mm-hmm. having the same relationship where it's a boyfriend that doesn't work out and oh, they never work out and got, and then they start saying things like there aren't any good men.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, it's just what Henry Ford said. Whether you believe you can or you can't, you're right.
3: Where, oh, I like so that. What,
0: what's happening is they're having the past experience. It's not good. They're not diving in to find out how is this how am i creating this because we create our own lives mm-hmm. we don't we don't walk a path that's prescribed we create it for mm-hmm. ourselves mm-hmm. and it doesn't really matter what culture you're in you're creating your life and so you can not learn from your mistakes you can keep thinking it's everybody else's fault and that will keep you in that pattern because you're now creating it for yourself see i was right right and it's the ego, because the ego would rather be right than be happy.
1: Oh, interesting!
0: Rather be right than be happy. Mm-hmm. So it will, it will defend, defend, defend your right to be right, but it won't defend if it's about being happy.
1: Mm. Where does that? St- have to surrender. Where does that statement come from? That's an interesting statement.
0: I don't know. I made it up.
1: Oh, you made it up. Okay.
0: <laughs> God gave it to me. No. Oh. I don't know if I read. that. I don't know. Uh,
1: I don't know. Yeah, it's very it's very interesting to think about. You know, sometimes you hear these statements, and and I'm not disagreeing with you. I just found no, wow, that's I mean, pretty interesting. And who said that?
0: My friend Lee says your ego should be put in the child seat in the back, strapped mm-hmm. in, and facing the back way,
1: mm-hmm.
0: not facing forward and driving.
1: You know, here's I a, f- let, a people what, let their ego drive. Here's an interesting thing I thought of and made me remember. I saw a an interview recently with Mike Tyson, you know, the famous boxer. Yeah. And Customato was his a coach that trained him and eventually he died, I think, before he became super successful. But he's, I think he was saying something along the line of, in order to be super successful, you have to have huge ego. He's not saying that in a good thing because later he was like trying to get, you know, work on not having the ego later in his life when this interview yeah. had taken Got place.
0: Got into a lot of trouble.
1: But probably, yes. And so, but I found that very interesting that he said, and that's what the, his own trainer said, is the most successful people in the world are the people with the biggest egos.
0: I don't think that's true.
1: Yeah, I don't know. But I just found that very interesting, you know.
0: I don't know the most successful people, but I can tell you the people that I think are successful.
3: Mm-hmm. I
0: don't know what his definition of success is either. Right. That's a big thing. Right. You know, Mother Teresa was a big doubter. She wrote journals about how much doubt she had, and people thought she was so faithful. Mm
2: -hmm. She was
0: always doubting what she was doing, but she knew she was compelled to do it.
2: Mm.
0: So I think when you allow yourself to be compelled by something that's something that is given to you to do, like for me, I asked God, show me how to put these things together how can I do healing with the blues?
2: Mm -hmm.
0: How can I do this? Because my overarching reason for doing it is to have more love in the world and less isms, less racism, less sexism. Mm -hmm. I've been turned down for gigs because they already have a woman on the bill. Okay. That's sexism.
1: That's kind of weird. I don't understand. That doesn't make any sense to me, but I don't own the bar <laughs> or the venue.
0: My husband took that call because I would have ripped him into one if uh-huh. I had taken it. Really? One whole woman? Great. Oh, wow. <laughs> so here's what I'm saying. is like when you've had that experience of being put down for who you are or what you do, and almost everybody's had that, mm-hmm. you know what it feels like. You know what it feels like in your soul, and you recognize it because I believe that we take lots of turns doing lots of different lives.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And there are times that you're going to identify with something, and you're like, why am I being so affected by this? Mostly empathetic persons, empaths
2: do mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm.
0: Why am I so affected by something that really has nothing to do with me?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, it's because we've lived that in some other way,
1: mm-hmm.
0: in some other time. Mm-hmm. When you, time isn't really linear. Right. That's the way we have to think about it.
1: When you're clinically treating somebody, how do you get into past lives? Wait, is it? Somewhere? I just
0: ask, is this from a past life? Okay. And I'll get a yes or a no.
1: Oh, okay. Just with the And muscle. then
0: I'll say, does it matter whether they know this or not? Mm-hmm. And most of the time, it's no. No, it doesn't matter. So I tell people, you don't have to believe in past lives. Mm -hmm. It's a story. The story's coming out for a reason because there's something there for you. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter whether you believe it or not. It's okay Mm -hmm. if you don't. You can think of it as generations. Okay, so three generations ago. You could say three lifetimes. Often when I'm working with people who are healers, I see them being killed. Oh, wow. Because a lot of us got killed for being healers. Mm Hmm. Because we had power. Mm-hmm. And those other people, the fear people, don't want to see people with power,
3: especially
0: right. if you're female. Right. Don't
3: want that. Yeah. You know, got
0: burned at the stake.
1: You know, I used to work with kind of for this medical doctor that was much older than me. I was in one of the very first clinics that did this in medical doctors and chiropractors working together is yeah. MD, DC deals. And, um, and I used to work with this neurologist from Brazil and he just was doing, he was, he moved here because his children were here or his daughter was here. And so he had to get, he wanted to become quote unquote board certified and to be board certified, he had to take an exam and he had to kind of have mm-hmm. a job working. A so yeah. while he was kind of working through that, he kind of joined up with this other chiropractor that I had just kind of worked for. And he, we, we got in this conversation one day and he, we, I don't know, we just got on the conversation of communism mm. and he said, and with, with medical doctors having power, and he said that one of the, and it's true that medical doctors, you know, in a way have power because you have kind of power over life and death. And one of the first things when a communism regime takes over is they destroy the medical doctor and the power of the medical doctor. And that way that they don't have any power anymore, you know, and I thought, wow, that's pretty, that's you know, right. that was kind of interesting. I don't know why, just when you were talking they go about after power. the
0: intellectuals. That- they go after the thinkers because mm-hmm. the thinkers are the thought leaders and the thought leaders are the people that say, you know what? Black lives matter.
2: Mm-hmm. The
0: thought leaders are the ones that say, you have the power to heal within you. Well, mm-hmm. we got to get rid of those people because yeah. they're giving people power. And the whole idea behind the power, the, the, the dark side of all of this And the thing that people are dealing with right now with everything that's happening in our world Mm -hmm. is that it doesn't want you to have the power. It doesn't want people to have power. It wants to hoard all the power for itself. Mm -hmm. Now, whether it's a person or a thing or evil incarnate, it doesn't want people to have power. So what happens when someone else wants the power is they have to get rid of all the people who are the thought leaders, mm-hmm. who can be educated, who are intelligent, who can help people understand, help people read. Mm-hmm. Remember, slaves were not allowed to read. It was illegal right. to read. Right. There's a reason why, because if you read, you can have power.
3: All right.
1: It's it's, really simple. It's kind of like, you know, maybe to paraphrase George Carlin, they just want you smart enough to be able to work the machines.
0: Exactly. That's exactly right. George Carlin was exactly right. And the fact is that when you start to gather in groups, then other groups will want to stop that too because Mm -hmm. now they see somebody else has power. So our group has power. We don't want them to have power. So then... The overlords mm-hmm. are happy because now we're fighting amongst ourselves.
1: Right. All right. So let's kind of think about this. You are treating patients in your office.
0: Mostly online, but yes, in the oh, office too. In,
1: in your office, online, like via Zoom or something. Mm-hmm. And then you're also performing the blues, which is also another... A pathway for healing for for you or treatment. I don't know, I like to really use the word treatment with playing music, but you know, that's another. Are there any other healing modalities that you're doing?
0: Um, <laughs> planting flowers in my yard, okay. is a healing you're
1: providing visual yeah. beauty and oxygen to the planet.
0: Yeah, um, I I think of cleaning as a healing power. Mm-hmm. Because when you come into an environment that feels like somebody's taking care of it, you don't mm-hmm. have to, and so you're free from that idea. Right. I keep trying to tell my son that he's right. now living. He's now living in a in a house that has other people that do not take care of that. Oh, yeah. And it's starting to bother him because he he's realizing like I I like to have things a certain way and I'm right. used to that yeah. and it creates chaos in my mind when I don't have that
1: and i think we we naturally like symmetry
0: yeah symmetry and to be creative um i sew as well Mm -hmm. and i Mm -hmm. take photographs and i do a lot of my own graphic design which Mm -hmm. you can like or not Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, when you go to the website you'll see that Mm -hmm. um i like to do household things Mm -hmm. i like to like uh, the other day I cleaned off my front porch. I hung a new painting, uh, mm-hmm. actually a poser for my office there. So when mm-hmm. people walk in, they see mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I have bells hanging there. Oh, that's another thing. Everybody put bells by your door. If you don't have them mm-hmm. by all the doors in your house, like the doors in and out of your house. Yes. I have people when they come to my house, they have to ring a bell. I don't care which bell I have four actually on the front porch. Cause two were left here by the previous owners. Mm-hmm. We brought one and there's a, push button doorbell but it clears the aura of the person before they walk in the house
1: Hmm, interesting so
0: i always have them ring a chime or a bell of some Hmm. sort before they come in to clear that energy off of them Hmm. and also by the back door
1: Hmm. are you um going to be recording any music
0: yeah, that's the next part of the project is to record that so that when people come to a workshop where we're doing the music and we're doing the healing and we're doing that all together at a retreat or a mm-hmm. workshop, that they can take that home with them or they can get a URL to have that MP4 or 3, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> stuff. Yeah.
1: Let me ask you this. You um, had mentioned when you saw the five blind men, Singers. By blind
0: boys from Alabama. It's a that, blind school for boys. yeah. Right,
1: and they were singing gospel music. I think this is what you said. Have you sang gospel or what? You know, and experimented with gospel music because. Well, I'll,
0: I'll tell you. What do
1: you think true. about that?
0: I love gospel music. Mm-hmm. I sing along with it, but I can't sing it in front of people because I cry.
1: Oh, I cry. interesting.
0: When I'm at church, I mm-hmm. cry almost mm-hmm. every hymn I sing hmm. because. I let it come all the way in. It's healing for me. Mm-hmm. Very hard to sing and cry at the same time. Oh yeah. With blues music, I'm taking on the persona and the story of the song that I'm singing about.
2: Mm-hmm. So
0: every song I sing in blues music, I can relate to a story in my life or mm-hmm. something that I know about. Mm-hmm. So it's very personal, and I'm just telling that story. But gospel,
1: I I wonder if. I wonder or if yet. you kept singing gospel, you'll finally get to a point where you won't have that reaction more, and have, move it from I've, releasing to pure joy.
0: I, I I do feel pure joy, but I cry when I feel mm. pure joy oh. because it just it's so touching, and my heart is so soft. It's very soft and chewy inside, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I can sing. Um, I can sing some hymns if they're if they're pretty. If they got a good beat, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I can sing those. Mm -hmm. But one of my favorite ones Mm -hmm. is a very old hymn. It's called Breathe On Me, Breath of God. And it's really lovely. Mm -hmm. Go look it up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Breathe on me, breath of God. And then that's, I'm not going to sing the rest because I'll start crying.
1: Oh, okay. (laughs) There'll be tears of happiness.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yeah, because here's Mm -hmm. the thing. It's like we don't realize how much love there is for us. Right. And sometimes when... When I think about the amount of love that there is for us and how we refuse to, <laughs> to have it, we just keep it away from us so well. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's interesting to it's, think about. It's
0: very much a, a situation of, like, it's just sadness in a way because, like, why would you keep that away from you if you knew it was there? Mm-hmm. But we all do it in some way because that's the essence of being human. hmm I, I send everybody that I work with a postcard when I start working with them. I'm going to get one here. So this is this is something I send everybody because um, it's really important to have a reminder of who you really are. So this is what I send. Mm-hmm. And I know you're seeing it backwards.
3: No, it you this are n- a
0: divine expression of love.
3: Okay. That yeah,
1: looks nice. Very pretty.
0: So this is a picture. It's called The Picture of Saint Germain. Okay. This is you right Mm -hmm. here. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: This is also you.
1: Mm. This
0: is your higher self. This is the part of you that's connected with God all the time. Mm. These beams are going in and out. This is you grounded on the ground, Mm -hmm. protected all the time. Mm -hmm. And there's a conduit here between the heart of your higher self and your heart. So Mm. when you're looking at this, it reminds you, who you really are, your Mm -hmm. divine expression of love. That's who you are. Hmm. And then on the back of the postcard, I have an affirmation. That's what the postcard looks like. And I'll read you the affirmation. It says, I accept life and take it in easily. I am worthy of all good things. I am deeply grateful for all I create and receive. It's an affirmation that can absolutely change your physiology. Mm -hmm. When you accept that you're worthy of all good things and you don't think that anything's being kept from you because you're not worthy Mm -hmm. or you're not good enough, or you're not something enough, thin enough, tall enough, white enough. When you believe that, that then you can be deeply grateful for all that you create and receive. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's an amazing thing to be able to accept life in easily, instead of holding it back a lot. And we do that. We go through periods of resistance and we go through periods of really great creativity. Everybody has ebbs and flows. That's Mm -hmm. just natural, that's life, that's homeostasis. Right. You're like this all the time. You don't wanna be a flat line. Right. Flat line means it's over. Yes. (laughs) So it's really important to remember Life ebbs and flows. My yes. husband and I call each other ebb and flow.
3: Oh, that's great.
0: Hey ebb, hey flow. Mm-hmm. How you
1: doing? <laughs> Let me ask you this: Do you have any other projects that you're working on right now that you want people out here to know about?
0: Well, I'm working on um, putting out Healing with the Blues and and doing that more as a, a workshop retreat. So Mm -hmm. we do the blues part of it on a Friday night. We do Mm -hmm. the healing work on the Saturday morning after. And so Mm -hmm. people are having this experience. So I'm working on that. We're looking Mm -hmm. at venues to do that. Mm -hmm. And what we'd like to do is do it in a specific venue and then hire in the musicians that we need in order to make it complete because we're not doing difficult music Mm -hmm. and we can send that music out to them. That's part of the whole recording part is Mm -hmm. to send the music to the musicians to the place where we're going. So we get local people involved too. Mm-hmm. And then um, another thing that I'm working on, my overarching business is Quantum Healing International because mm-hmm. that's the type of healing that I do. Mm-hmm. And then um, I do a I do a um, live healing session every fr- Tuesday morning mm-hmm. at 9.30 Central.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so that's going. And then we have the band, the Tanya English Band. Mm-hmm. So we're doing that, mm-hmm. and then I'm also working with Moms Demand Action for Gun Sense in America.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So I'm working with that in our county here in Johnson County, Iowa.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, that's enough. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Where in not Where in Iowa? Run our church. And <laughs> where in Iowa are you at again? What city is this? I'm in Coralville, Iowa, which is Crowville. just the
0: start of Iowa City.
1: Okay. Coralville,
0: because we're built on coral beds here.
1: This Coralville. Oh, okay. My, my, my geography of Iowa is terrible. All I basically know is where Davenport is. Iowa so City Davenport's is...
0: Davenport's on the Mississippi, and I live 50, 60 miles west on I-80. 50
1: miles west.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. The Cedar Rapids is north of me.
3: Okay. And
0: oh. yeah, it, it's, um it's right in the middle of the country, basically. Mm-hmm. That's, we
1: live. Would you say it's the in the bread basket? Is there a lot of wheat fields there and is it flatland? Oh, that's Kansas. That's wheat. Kansas.
0: We're, we're pork.
1: We're pork.
0: We're pigs and corn. Soybeans and, and corn. Oh, wow. Fields and fields of soybeans and corn, oh. which you can't eat. Oh. Because it's corn, and it's all owned by Monsanto, mm, yeah. basically. It's we cheap. have a lot of organic farms around here, which is wonderful. We get the most wonderful organic food here. Mm. Amazing organic food. Amazing. Mm. Oh, wow. It's really something.
1: That's awesome. All right. Well, let's revisit again just to remind everybody the best way to find you or the ways to find you if they want to get in contact with you um, are you have, you can just find you as Tanya English on Facebook. You have your Facebook group again, which is called?
0: Healing with the Blues.
1: Healing with the Blues. and the
0: page on Facebook, Healing with the Blues.
1: And then there's a website, Healing with the Blues. Healing with the Blues. Dot com. Dot com. Okay, great. Yeah. All right. Well before we wrap it up here, is there any
3: message that you'd like to leave the audience with?
2: Yeah.
0: Have a great time and the, accept all the assistance that there is for you because it's all there you have everything you need
1: mm-hmm. do you teach people how to kind of find their own ways to self-heal
0: yeah yeah i teach them techniques so so like the four count breathing technique that i taught tonight
2: mm-hmm. and the
0: muscle testing you can start to use those on yourself to see what feels right to me because a lot of people have a hard time identifying their feelings just as a matter of course, because they haven't been allowed to have feelings. Mm -hmm. And so being able to find your feelings and then deal with them, it's very, very helpful. Mm. So we teach that. We teach that and we also teach people how to do intuitive energy scanning too. So Mm. people who think that they might have some, intuitive ability mm-hmm. or they want to just try it and see what it's like, we mm-hmm. do that as well. Mm-hmm. So we'll be doing um, some classes on that coming up and mm-hmm. you can watch that for that on the Facebook page
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and also on the website,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with the blues. What was that that you called that intuitive energy healing?
0: Intuitive energy scanning.
1: Intu- what is that?
0: So that's when I, uh, allow the I connect with the person mm-hmm. and I allow intuitively for information to come in based on their chakra system. So the first thing I might look at is the crown chakra. So I have my eyes closed usually. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I write what, whatever's showing up. Oh, oh, fountain. Oh, it's really high. Oh, there's light coming out of it. And I'll just write whatever shows up.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So m- most people will edit and say, Oh, well that doesn't mean anything. But mm-hmm. what they're getting is really important for that person to know. Mm. So when I'm teaching this, I'll put people together in couples and have them read intuitively each other. Mm. And what happens is things like this. Well, I don't know if this means anything, but I was, I was, I saw a red Coleman lantern, and the other person says, "A red Coleman lantern." You saw a red Coleman lantern? Mm-hmm. And they, yeah, I don't know what it means. She says, I have a red Coleman lantern on my dresser. Mm. My husband and I used to do um, amazing food at bluegrass festivals. And that red Coleman lantern was part of what we put on the table. And it reminds me of happy times in my life.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And the other person is like, you're kidding. Hmm they're picking up this information from people. Mm -hmm. We're doing it all the time. Mm -hmm. You're picking it up for me. Whoever's watching me tonight is going, Oh yeah, something's coming up for me about her.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Whatever it is, it has meaning. And then when you report it back to the person, then you're looking for the places where the pain is. Mm -hmm. So the first thing I do when I'm doing an intuitive energy skin is I ask the person, what's your greatest pain?
2: Mm -hmm. It
0: can be physical, it can be emotional, spiritual, or mental. It doesn't matter. And I'm looking for where does this pain come from? Is it from a past life? Oh, in their throat chakra, they were told to shut up a lot. i'm he- I'm seeing that they're being told to shut up. Mm-hmm. Or I'm seeing them yelling and nobody's listening to them.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: or so i'm I'm telling them these, this information. And at the end of the scan, I say, "So that's your scan. What do you think? And they go, "Wow, that was exactly right."
3: Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: And when you have the experience of being seen and having someone tell you they know where the pain is coming from, that's freedom. Mm -hmm. That's healing right there. So instead of having an exam where I'm writing stuff down, like when I'm doing a chiropractic exam, right? I'm looking at range of motion. I'm looking at this. I'm looking at
2: that. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm looking at numbers. I'm looking at their pH. I'm looking at their blood pressure, mm-hmm. sitting up and laying down. I'm looking at all those things to see how is the body working when I'm doing an intuitive energy scan. I'm saying, how is their soul working? Right. How is their energy holding up? hmm What's showing up here that's creating this problem for them? Mm. Because that's what's going to manifest physically.
1: Mm. That's interesting. So it's
0: much deeper work. So people ask me, well, can I come into the office for the energy work? I'm like, you can, but it works a lot better if you don't have to look at me and I don't have to see you. Because here's the thing. When you're in here, you're looking at me to see if I am I doing it right. Let me watch your face to Mm. see if I'm doing this right. Mm micro emotions are showing up and so people are queuing off of me like when remember when you learned how to do a physical exam how you're not supposed to lead the question like
3: mm-hmm.
0: hey so do you feel a lot better would mm-hmm. be not what you would ask right we'd say how do you feel it has to be an open-ended question so you're not leading them to the answer that you want them to tell you so it's really. Like that. It's kind of open-ended. I don't know what I'm going to see. They don't Mm -hmm. know what I'm going to see. Mm -hmm. And when I report it back, they're like, oh my gosh, that is like 100% nail on the head.
1: Wow. That's awesome. I'd like to sit in on one of your cases and just watch it sometime. It'd be very interesting.
0: Well, you should do it, Jeff. You Mm -hmm. should get the scan yourself. That's the way to do it. Yeah, You get the scan.
1: Get scanned.
0: So you can, you can sign up for an energy scan on my mm-hmm. website. Mm-hmm. It's right there. You can sign up for, for a 15 minute complimentary consultation. You can talk to me. I like to have live interaction with people. A lot of people do stuff. Can that's not really the way I do it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, we need people to be able to see each other and have live interaction, just like we're doing tonight.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: the replay is going to be great. People are going to get stuff out of that too, mm-hmm. but what they need right now is that live interaction. So mm-hmm. there's a free complimentary. That means free mm-hmm. 50 minute consult. You can mm-hmm. do mm-hmm. the energy scan is a very low cost right now, because while we're going through this amazing time, mm-hmm. which is what I call the breakdown before the breakthrough, mm-hmm. that's what's happening. Everybody is going to break down. It's going to break down before it breaks through. Then when, that's, when this part's over, then the scan will go back up to a normal amount. But right mm-hmm. now, it's at a really low price, so anybody can do it.
1: Yeah, that's great, because there's a lot of people just completely out of work right now.
0: I really want them to be able to have a healing experience, no matter what. And then, if you want to work with me privately, that's going to cost. But, right. but I will give you that time at a very... Minimal price when we do the scan. And you can talk to me for 15 minutes for free. Oh, that's awesome. And I'm happy to do it. Happy that's, to do it.
1: That's great. All right, Dr. English, thank you so much for giving thank me your time today. I really appreciate that. I really appreciate you being here. I wish you massive success with your blues band as well as your practice. And um please once you make a recording, please let me know about it. I'd like to oh, hear for sure. It. Yeah. That'll
0: be that'll go everywhere. Maybe we'll
1: have to get you back on and we'll just talk about, you know, maybe we can listen to pieces of your music and now we can talk yeah, about the songs. Be fun. I'll uh, sing
0: for you. No
1: yeah. Problem. <laughs> that would be great. Are you guys do you think it'll be original music or it'll be covers?
0: Probably what we're gonna what I like to do is real traditional blues.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I do some pretty old stuff. I do um I do a lot of Coco Taylor work. I do some Sippy Wallace. Hmm. I do some songs that were written in 1895. Hmm. I do some stuff that you haven't heard. And I do when I'm doing a show, I do stuff that you know.
3: Too. Okay, great. That would
1: like, be awesome.
0: Oh, what's one of the songs I do that you know? Um, Tainted Love. I do Tainted Love. Because the Tainted original Love. person that did Tainted Love oh, I was, didn't, r- was Gloria Jones.
1: I didn't oh, realize I that Tainted that. Love was a blues song. That is, I thought that was just some soft sell song.
0: I do a lot of soul stuff. I do a lot of staple, pop staple songs. I mm-hmm. do that's, mm-hmm. That song I sang for you, Why Am I Treated So Bad, that's a mm-hmm. pop staple song.
1: Mm. That's real interesting. I do
0: protest music. Yeah.
1: Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. I'd like to hear that original version of Tainted Love. I think that would be really interesting. Oh, check
0: it out. Gloria Jones, man. Gloria
1: Jones. Wow. Yeah, when you
0: look it up on YouTube, she has white rimmed sunglasses on.
3: Mm. And, and you... it's
0: great. It's loud, too. It's awesome.
3: Wow. That's
0: it's raucous. Cool. You'll love it.
1: That's you'll awesome. love it.
0: You'll say, I never want to listen to that soft sell stuff again.
1: I never <laughs> want to hear that version ever.
0: No, you'll want to hear Gloria.
1: Um. Okay. All right. Well, again, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And um, have a great rest of your evening.
0: Thank you so much. Have Mm -hmm. a great night, Jeff.
2: Thank you. All
1: right. Thank you. Bye-bye.